man, I tell the story all the time. Prayer is so much more powerful than many of us have ever known. And in reality, that more powerful than many may ever know because the, the Lord really does hear our prayers and he really does offer abundance of life. And it, it was just an amazing thing. Welcome to Unquenchable, where we discuss all things biblical theology, listening prayer, and Christian living. Each week, we'll share a discussion, an interview, or a story that will feed your spiritual curiosity, helping you to better understand the Bible and receive inner healing so you can grow in intimacy with Christ through prayer. Last week, Don shared what happened when he began practicing corporate listening prayer with his class of 500 students. And then we had one of the students from the class share how that class five years ago continues to redefine the way that he approaches God and prays through things with others. This week, we have Quincy joining us to share how what he witnessed in the same class caused him to cry out to God to help him to do what he could not do on his own, forgive his mother for choosing alcohol over family. I am the son of a non-functioning, verbally abusive, alcoholic mother. Mm. So lots of fun uh, growing up, right, as you can imagine. (laughs) I grew up in and around the church, but again, my mother had her issues, and my father um, has never been a strong spiritual leader. So while I had, I guess you could say, roots, very nominal uh, when it came to my faith, I was a young, immature, hurting guy who just thought he was the class clown, but he was, you know, I, I just didn't have a care in the world. As best as I know, I took your New Testament survey class the spring of 2017. Mm-hmm. The super neat thing for me is um, it just so happened that at the same time I was taking New Testament survey, I was also taking Psych 150, mm-hmm. which was relationship psychology. Yeah. So I was learning in the morning about attachment styles and how you are essentially a product of your environment. We're avoidant, we're ambivalent, or we're secure. A lot of that has to do with the way we were raised and the way that our parents treated each other and treated us. And so I was avoidant. And that attachment style says that I'm okay and you're not okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm always on edge and have a little bit of trust issues, scared to get too close, scared of betrayal. And that came directly from my experiences with my mother. You know, her word never matched her actions. You know, it was just always trouble with her. Yeah. Um, I had blocked her phone number. Mm. Anytime her name was mentioned, I just refused to to listen to anything. I had just, you know, now that I was out of town, I could control the situation Mm -hmm. and I'm done with her. Yeah. You know, so it was just super interesting for me to learn about myself and feelings. Everyone feels those. So I could feel my feelings, but to hear the truth and to be told like, hey, this, these are the issues that an avoidant will struggle with, but that can be overcome through Christ. Right. And I remember in your class, as you began doing these prayer sessions in the middle of the religion hall with what, seven, 800 students, Mm -hmm. I was just blown away at first. I I think everyone, even yourself kind of 
seems to think the same things like, okay, this is weird. Mm-hmm. What's going on? A little mm-hmm. crazy. But I knew that people were finding freedom and yeah. I knew that that had to be real. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, as crazy as it sounded, there's something to this. Mm-hmm. There were a group, I think there were four of us from my freshman hall who were in your class and we sat together. And I remember it was almost daily that we would leave religion hall just talking like, man, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? And uh, there was one day in particular, we all, we went back to the hill and we just stood in our hall talking about it and just insane. Now, what were some of the key classes that you guys went and talked about? Do you remember? I remember two things in particular. Mm-hmm. One was a guy and he said that he had the fear that all men in particular were evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember he sat at the front left facing the stage. He would have been on the left. He would have been mm-hmm. on your right. Uh, and I remember you guys prayed through that, but mm-hmm. I don't remember any details other than the lie. Yeah. And I remember there was a girl about the middle, really halfway up and halfway, you know, in the middle of the class who, what she sensed was the Lord taking a, just a huge boulder from her hands and mm-hmm. turning it into a beautiful diamond ring and putting it on her finger. Mm-hmm. And that may very well have been the one that, that we dwell among a little bit. Just like, how weird is that? That she yeah. saw Jesus taking a rock and turning it into a ring. That's just weird. Yeah. What in the world is this real? Is yeah. this real? <clears throat> and so one day I remember leaving class and said, all right, God, I know, I know, I know that these people are experiencing something that's true and real. And if it's true, if you do give vision and allow us to just to see images or, or see whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. I said, I got hurt. I have hate towards my mom mm-hmm. and I want to give this to you. And I just ask that you give me vision. You show me where this formed mm-hmm. and, and it's yours. Mm-hmm. And so that night, man, all all I can tell people, all I remember is in the middle of sleep, I remember red flashing lights, just Mm -hmm. red, the color red. And I woke up, I sat up in my bed and I was replaying the dream that I had just had. And what that was, was the very first moment I ever found out about alcohol Mm -hmm. in my mother's issue. I was in middle school. My parents were separated. I have a younger sister. She's five years younger than I am. Mm -hmm. Just graduated high school a few weeks ago. We were living in a condo and two bedroom condo, me, my sister and my mom. And she began spending more and more time locked away in the bathroom Mm -hmm. with the ceiling fan on. Mm -hmm. And we would kind of camp out outside of the door noticed some interesting sounds and sounded like popping Mm -hmm. and she would say oh you know i just knocked over the hairspray bottle or Mm -hmm. knocked over this knocked over that and one day when she walked out i walked in and opened up the cabinet under the bathroom sink and there was a 24 pack of bush light Mm -hmm. and so that was the moment in fact when i found that I, i immediately walked out of the bathroom and i just I started screaming and yelling at her Mm -hmm. because for years and years, you know, I watched my parents physically fight. I watched the police come to our home probably five out of seven nights a week Mm -hmm. 
for years and years. And so as far as I saw, this was a choice. And oh my goodness, you are choosing this over me. You are choosing yeah. this over relationship with my me and my sister and even my father. Just how dare you? How in the world? How dare you? So yeah, that night that just was replaying. And I said, all right, Lord, it's yours. And so immediately I unblocked my mother and my phone. I began, you know, I started reaching out through text, phone calls. And eventually, sometime later, I shared this with her. She knew that I was blocking her, but I, I just needed for my sake to say, look, mom, I absolutely was holding this against you for years and years, but the Lord is doing a work in my life. And I just believe that it is the right thing to do from my perspective to begin pursuing you and showing you the love that I am experiencing here. And I absolutely don't take credit at all. It's nothing but the Lord. But from that time forward, man, it's like she began finding freedom and sobriety. Wow. So for the last five years, of course, you know, that alcoholism is a disease and, and she'll struggle with that for the rest of her life. And she'll be the first to tell you. So there are absolutely times when she'll slip um, relapse, but overwhelmingly she's experienced success through sobriety in the last five years. And it's just, it's been amazing. And so, you know, while I'm different from a lot of the other students in that my experience didn't come through a one-on-one -on -one session with you, it was absolutely led by you in the sense that you showed me that the Lord really does hear our prayers and he really does offer abundance of life. And it, it was just an amazing thing. Now, I'll be the first to say that my story didn't end at that. Even to this day, I was actually in a Bible study last night and I was telling the men, you know, I still have issues, uh, fears and anxieties when it comes to dating. Yeah. Even while I had, and while I've forgiven my mom, she's bipolar. And mm -hmm. so, and trying to get worked back into having a job and providing for herself has been a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so I've kind of had to put up boundaries because I can't be an emotional crutch for her. Yeah, I'm not the person to be there for the extreme highs and the extreme lows. I can't handle that weight. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to put distance there. And that's something that's challenging for me to navigate. And when it comes to dating and even having intimate uh, relationships with female friends, mm -hmm. it's very hard for me because I still, my heart tells me, don't get too close, you know, because something bad may very well happen. Yeah, It's frustrating and I hate that. I hate that. And I know that the Lord can heal that. And even now when it feels sometimes like I'm stuck, I know that even now he is healing that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm encouraged by that. So um, you're mainly talking to the students in the class. Did you, was right. there a buzz about it? this beyond that? Did you remember in your dorms, other people talking about things that happened in the years to come or not? Not really. Mm -hmm. I, I remember I was just, especially after my experience, I shared it with a number of people. I just said, man, this class, this class, wow, wow, wow. And that was right around the time of your change mm -hmm. that you that you have that you did share about and that you're very open with sharing about. Mm -hmm. And so I do remember hearing like, you know, interesting, like that does not sound like the Dr. Love we had. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but but there wasn't any commotion about, you know, 
like you've shared where yeah. you were worried about campus kind of yeah going bonkers and well, it was interesting because I would during that era I was praying that the Lord would just make me invisible that no one would see what I was doing you know other than the people right. that I was ministering to that the Lord would just let me blend into the background and right. I would uh, say I would quote Jesus I didn't realize I was quoting Jesus until after I said it but I would quote Jesus and say don't tell anyone what's happened here today. Right. You know, go and tell these yeah. people, but don't don't tell everybody this. And you can right. this is what you can right. say. Don't say this. That's a neat answer to prayer. As you know, it's hard to keep a secret if you have five hundred people in a class and you're doing something that's totally different and totally weird, and people are leaving talking about how weird it is. You know, it's just amazing that you can get away with that in a school. That this is not characteristic. I'm assuming this didn't really happen in most of your other classes. As well, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. So, this is different, even in campus community and other places. This isn't something that would be you know normal there. This corporate aspect of listening prayer is something that you don't really see that often. And, and if we can lead 500 people all at once in listening prayer and just see all around the room God doing something and just feel His weightiness and just and that, that really was one of the things that I was dealing with too, and then my students is. What is going on? There is something going on here, but what is right. this? Is this is this the Lord or not? Well, we called upon the name of the Lord, so it makes sense if it's somebody doing something, it would be Him, right? And uh, you know, especially you have a Bible professor who tends to be very Bible centric, you know. So it, there's there's kind of this safe zone where you know that I'm trying to be as doctrinally sound as I can be, right? Right. So, well, any um any other thoughts or questions you have? You know, now that you got me on the line here, any other Thoughts or questions? I would just say, like, I can only imagine how many other students are like myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, that was a pretty big moment in my life. Yeah. Now, here we are, what, five years later, and this is the first time I've ever spoken with you. Yeah. And, and ever shared it with you. So, yeah. me personally, I can't even imagine how many in my class mm -hmm. may have been touched and um, blessed through that, that you may never hear of, I may never hear of, yeah. but the Lord knows. And I'm, I marvel at that. That's just amazing. So I appreciate you and I appreciate the class and, you know, the courage and boldness you had to step out in faith and doing this listening prayer. And I'm so excited to keep up with you guys through the Pray Through It Ministries Facebook. Yep. And now I'm following you guys on Spotify. I've listened mm -hmm. to every, every podcast. Excellent continue to eagerly wait each week to hear the newest so absolutely yeah sweet man i tell the story all the time prayer is so much more powerful than many of us have ever known and in reality that more powerful than many may ever know because you grow up especially down in the south the deep fried gospel right <laughs> uh, you know thank thank you jesus for this great dinner meal Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's that's the extent of the prayer life. Well, it sounds like you are in the middle of an amazing journey. There's a lot to go, a lot of breakthrough yet for you. So let me know here. Let's set up a, a prayer session and pray through some things okay. when you're ready. And uh, okay. let's get it so that you are not so needlessly transferring things from your mother into all women as you try to right. develop those right. relationships. Yeah, you let me know when you have availability, and I would love to do that. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's be Thank in touch. You, You're welcome. This student's testimony demonstrates the power of corporate listening prayer. Even though he and his fellow classmates thought that what they were seeing in class was insane, 
he couldn't help but acknowledge that something was happening that transformed the lives of people all around him. It's interesting to note that neither this student nor the one from last week had actual personal prayer sessions with us. In Noah's case, the student from last week, he realized in a corporate prayer session that God was calling him to soften his heart. And in Quincy's case, he simply asked God to speak to him in images and show him so that he could understand when he began hating his mother. And then their lives were never the same. Old things began to pass away as God made all things new. Perhaps you're one who hasn't cultivated listening in prayer. If so, are you ready to practice listening? Although we train folks to listen in prayer and how to lead others to pray through things, you don't need training to hear from God. Do you remember when Eli told Samuel in 1 Samuel 3 to simply say, Lord, your servant is listening? God is already speaking to Samuel, but he didn't recognize that it was the Lord. In a similar way, I believe that God is speaking with each and every one of us, but many of us have forgotten even to listen. Jesus came that we might abide in him and him in us. You're not alone. If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God lives in you. And if not, the Spirit of God is drawing you to himself. John 12.32 says that if the Son of Man is lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. And 2 Peter 3.9 says God's not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to eternal life. So today, I want you to respond to God's calling and let him speak to you. So let me encourage you to begin experimenting with listening in prayer. And just as I encouraged my class in episode 12, God might be speaking to you in a word or an impression or an image or a feeling or emotion or even through a memory. So don't disregard anything that comes to you when you're listening in prayer. But as you step out on this journey, do not do it alone. We're here to help. But even better, you have God's word, the Bible. And there are many excellent churches filled with people who would love to help you process and test if what you're sensing is truly coming from God. If you do experiment with listening and prayer as a result of this podcast, we would love to hear about it. Email Dawn at drlove at praythroughit.com and let us know. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, so why not seek him this week? And if you like what you've been hearing, why not give us a five-star review and maybe even write something to let us know what this podcast means to you. And be sure to listen to Unquenchable next week when we'll have one more student from this class joining us. A young Marine who will share how praying through things helped him to turn away from a life of women and alcohol and to truly come to Christ. This student's story is one that everyone in that class will remember because he shared it when he was baptized in the pond by the library on the final day of class. I can think of no better way to end with such a whirlwind semester. Did you know that we often lead listening and inner healing prayer retreats and trainings? Who do you know that would benefit from these? Check us out at praythroughit.com slash events to see when we are going to be in your area. And if you don't see what you're looking for, email Dawn at drlove at praythroughit.com to discuss how we can minister to your family and friends. Unquenchable is a ministry of Pray Through It Ministries. To learn more about us and our ministry, check us out at praythroughit.com.